Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Welcome to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. And we're gearing up for another big week. Huge week. Uh, A week I've been waiting for, for my entire life. No, that's a little... That's a little. That's a little bit of exaggeration. Entire but, life. But I am going. Your entire life. Yeah, I am, and by I am, I mean we are going to beat the streets this week, um, which we'll get to maybe a little later in the show. We will get to it. Not a maybe about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to be up in NYC for the salsa at the square. Um, can't wait for that. Willie, have you ever been? I don't think so, right? No, I've been there a couple times. Oh, okay. I think half of them or something like really? that. Really. But I was not there last year. Oh, wow, you poor thing. I thought you'd never been. I thought we were going to have this great, you know, this shared experience of, of Beat the Streets. But it's just going <laughs> to be me. I guess I'm the only person that hasn't been yet. But well, always... you've never been to any of them? No. No. Ooh. I've never been to uh, a one. Uh, the last one I was to was actually not in the square. It was at... Uh, Rumble on the Rails inside Penn Station, oh, which yeah. I thought was really cool. I mean, there's nothing like, there's nothing like Times Square, but the one in Penn Station was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll get more into the details of the, of the competition there. Uh, but first, let's um, let's start with a couple clarifications, a couple of things from the previous show. Someone asked about Russian nationals and like. How does theirs work? Because every country basically can determine however they want to do. If they want to have mm-hmm. a paper, rock, scissors contest to determine their world team rep, they could do that. Uh, so, no, Russian Nationals does not necessarily mean you are going to be the rep um, for for that country. It it often does, but they kind of, you know, they have flexibility there. Um, so, uh, yes. Yeah, which that gets into a goofy area, don't you think? And yet, and yet there have been times – there's flexibility there. We're saying that, yet at the same time, they weren't. They showed no flex when Sargush didn't make the team two, mm-hmm. two years ago, and Kadukov um, a couple of years before that. Um, so there's flexibility, yes, but at the same time, um, uh, it, it does typically adhere. So to to the winners. So we'll see who they send. Um, I, I got a feeling there's they're they're still gonna find a way to send. Uh, Sargush, personally. Now, do you know that T.R. Foley wrote that he does not think that they will send Sargush? Oh, my gosh. Oh, did he? 
He mm-hmm. would he would probably know. Um, so did he expound on that, or did he just say I don't no? Know. Okay, he doesn't think they'll. Uh, say. Not that I recall. Um, and I saw a, a, a prominent another person said that he doesn't think it'll be Sargush at, that knows Russia politics kind of well. Um, so we'll see. Wow, wow. Well, I, I, I. But it, you know, in general, the process is like six of one, half a dozen of the other. You know, right? Because you complain when um, the the process isn't transparent, not transparent, but isn't carved in stone. Like we we have a very um, rigid process in the United States. You know ahead of time what the process is. There's no surprises. There's no judgment calls. Um, and yet, sometimes we're like, man. Maybe we should send. It would might be better if we sent this guy. Now, when, when's uh, the last time? Um, I'm thinking back. When's an instance where we thought, man, I don't know if we sent the best guy. Like, um, I don't want to offend anybody. Just say it. <laughs> uh, uh, the Olympics at 55 kilograms with Hayeswinkle and Simmons. I think a lot of people thought. Uh, a lot of people thought Simmons was our better shot to medal. Yeah, and that could be true. That could have been true. Um, that those two were always so close. Uh, but I feel like you do. I, I do think for, for the most part, we have the we have a good system installed for sending the best guys. I, I like well, the way we determine. Uh, you know, and uh, that, and also the Russian system. All right, so to finish my point um, on. There, uh, on the other hands, you know, on the other hand, maybe it is better to <laughs> sometimes pick the guy because, like, I might beat you in in this in this match, but you have a vast amount more success, in, like, in international tournaments than I do, right? Right. And so, and how we always say it's in the deed, like, just because, just because I won the tournament, or maybe I didn't even win the tournament, I beat uh, you. Yeah, maybe the best guy doesn't win. Maybe the best guy to represent the country doesn't win. I, yeah. I, so I don't know. I, I like that we reward the uh, world medalists and basically give them. Um, I mean, it is, it is darn hard. First of all, the guys that win medals are normally the best guy in the country, and then they get the tremendous advantage of sitting. They're in the finals. Um, but but I like that. I like that there's there's reward to. Because what's this all about? This is about bringing home hardware from the world. So you you, you stack it for our best guys. So uh, you you have a chance to unseat them, but it's going to take something tremendous. So I I think it's good. Um, yeah, I mean I think <laughs> I think in America you have to be you have to have clear process or people are lose their minds. You know we're we're a democratic society and a and a scientific society where. Um, Everything has to be fair and PC, and um, so other countries might have a little bit more latitude in that. But um, you know, Russia has this process where they have their world team trials or national tournament earlier, and then they take they see the fallout of that, and then they send guys to other tournaments and they send guys to continentals, and they take it from there. Right. Um, so yeah, so Russian that, nationals is not the end all be all. Right, correct. Um, so there's a clarification there. Um, just real quick, 
the the guy that's been you know he's been writing these epistles about our our comments on officiating very respectfully um but his he, he says that the instances we bring up we're always correct on um so first of all duh second of all what what's your point the points we're bringing up are good points so i i just don't get um why we shouldn't talk about it but i just wanted to make that point I was looking through. I mean, I think he's been cool about it. He's it's been, just, I swear, I was saying he's been very respectful. You know, he makes points better than than most people. But I just didn't understand why he's still a little bitter about it. Um, U.S. Open. Uh, like when when you have. A, hey, you know what I learned this weekend talking about officials? Um, I was at Body Bar to. Oh yeah, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe I should have known this before. I don't know. Um. But I was at Body Bar for the Cadet and Junior Women's World Team Trials. And so I'm on the I'm on the call and I'm like, you know, they keep allowing very consistently a person's foot goes out of bounds. And from my understanding, every time I saw it for a year, last couple of years, was, you know, your a foot goes out, a knee goes out, it's blown dead. Right. Right? That's that's it. And over and over again, and I say this on the call, I'm like, they are, they are consistently allowing the wrestling to continue. I'm like, I don't know why they're doing this. And um, I said, unless there's a rule change, uh, I don't know about, uh, they're calling this wrong. So in the middle of the broadcast, I was like, Bader, keep the broadcast going. I'm going to, to, the, to the chair, uh, not the chair, the uh, judge. Judge. No, not the judge. The 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 whatever. The, you know, the Rick Tucci of the tournament. Okay. I always forget the term. The official. Uh, Doesn't the matter. Ju- the jury, whatever, right? Doesn't matter. He's an official. Keep going. And I'm like, hey man, they keep uh and this is an official I always pal around with, you know? And uh I'm like, hey, they keep allowing the wrestling to continue. I'm like, why do they do that? They, they said now they change the rule, they allow you to continue the action through the sequence. Did you know that? What? I mean, no, but they don't – what is this? What does through the sequence mean? I mean, the guy goes out of bounds. He's out of bounds, right? I'm telling you, the they did it They did it over and over again. What a mess. I mean, to their credit, they, they, did they, to, their, to, their credit to their credit, they were super consistent with it. Cause, at Body Bar, were they consistent with it at the Open? I didn't see it called like that at the Open. I I'm telling you, so, so – Watch out for it because oh my gosh. Here we go. Uh, it's it the, could it's be the almost it could be coming all over again. So let's say let's say you're in on a single, right? And uh, you're in on a single. You're you're on your knee. I'm on my knee, and we work out of bounds. And um, my knees my knees out of bounds. You're in bounds. And oh, if, so wait, wait, if when we push when they're grounded. We, no, 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 not, con- not, not, it's, I'm telling you, it was goofy. But you said they're both on a knee. I was just trying to paint a picture of one scenario. Okay. I, I, dude, but, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fuzzy on it. Okay. Admittedly, I'm I fuzzy think, on it. Okay. But they let the action continue on the out-of-bounds. And I was like, why are they doing this? And I asked for clarification, and they said that UW-Dub was... You know, the, the world, they they don't want to rob people of points is what they said. If you're working like, for a takedown, you don't want to stop it when the guy right. needs a takedown and it's, no, we're blowing it out of bounds. Right. Okay. 
So I, you know, I'm, I'm not reporting anything that's uh, concrete here. I know that, but what I'm saying is, watch out for it because it's a it's a rule change that I was unaware of about, and you might see it going forward. Okay, interesting. Um, speaking of the U.S. Open, um, I was looking through the brackets because you kind of end up concentrating on. Uh, you know the championship side stuff, and you're you're concentrating on the finals and maybe the third place matches. But you, I never really got to look through the entire brackets when they're over and see how kind of things all played out. So there were a couple of things I noticed and and a few wrestleback nuggets. But one thing I noticed was the tr- just a tremendous amount of tech falls, and um, just in U.S. Open men's freestyle, there were 242 between the eight weights, an average of like 30 per weight, okay, 30 per bracket. So I'm, I want to ask the question, Are there? Is that too many techs? I mean, isn't a tech supposed to be like, oh, my gosh, this is so out of hand that we got to end this. Um, is it good that techs are so easily attained? And I, I mean, yeah, easily attained. They're, they're, they're attained um, a little more simply than, than any other. 38. 38 techs at 70 kilograms you have down here. Yeah. That is a lot of techs. That's that is a pile That's of That's a lot of techs in what in what no 16 man 16 man bracket or something. Right, approximately 16 man bracket and I didn't get into how many matches there are that would require a little <coughs> too much math. Um but I you just look at it it that's that's a ton that's a ton of tech falls, right? Mhm. Yeah. That's crazy. Um but I don't know how you change it. I mean 10 point tech is certainly fair. But it's just like, geez, these Matt is that like a parterre defense indictment? Indictment? Yeah. I mean what what do you have a, an opinion on this, Willie? Um, I don't know. I I don't really. I mean I think that I you know, I think if you're up ten points, it should you know, it should be a tech. Now, remember when they changed the rules, that's some people were complaining about that. I mean, remember when it was two what was it? Two fours, two fours, and it was over. It doesn't matter if you were up eight to seven. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Um, I mean, uh, my question is, in the, if it was fifteen, would it really even be that much different? I mean, these are no. so many of these are ten o, eleven o matches. Right. But, so I mean, I say it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even if you made it fifteen or twenty, it probably. I mean, it would be fewer, but maybe not by much. Yeah, yeah. and and I I also think. Uh, I mean, you're getting through the tournament, you know. You're yeah. you're, you're saving time, and and the objective of a national tournament isn't to save time. But you're up ten, you're up by ten points. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's pretty substantial. Um, and well, maybe it maybe it is indicative of uh, our talent, <laughs> like maybe there's such a, a separation a gap separation but i don't know that it's that i mean what uh what you call it? So james, you, james green loses to lavalley 5-5 and then texts him 10-10-0 or something later in the tournament like yeah. they're obviously pretty close but um yeah i don't know that was just an observation curious what other people think about all the tech falls well you know uh We've we've talked about the the gap between our ones and the rest of the field, um, maybe not our ones and twos, but maybe our ones and sixes, like right, 
you know, we're not incredibly deep. Um, but think about this. There's a, lot, a little chatter about this. Uh, the Russian heavyweight situation. A lot of people are saying, like, man, there is no depth at heavyweight for Russia. They've never seen anything like it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Gatsalov, uh, I think, I think a pin in four techs or two pins in three techs oh, or the something. The dude like, he had in the finals, it was like, what is He was that? a wet noodle, right? I was like, what? This guy made the finals of Russian Nationals. Going, where are the Makovs? Like, well, what? Ma- I don't know. This is this is what I heard. I heard Makov can just can simply not get past Gutsalov. So he just doesn't do and, it. And so he just goes Greco. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow. So I I don't know. I guess you would have liked to see Makov there. I I don't know. I don't know, but they say it's weird that there's so little depth in Russia. Like, the guys that they even brought to the World Cup were not good, dude. Hey, you know what they should do? They need to fly Alan Gelagayev out there. Just let him compete in Russian Nationals. I bet you he makes the finals at least. I don't know, but... Uh... Let him leave Wall Street just for the weekend. <laughs> just let him bomb some guys. I don't know, but they didn't. the, the guys they brought to the World Cup weren't very good. No. No, well, Real they things. sent like their eighth stringers in in part, so that was. I know, but their ace, but the that team. I mean, they were still good. Yeah, we barely, the rest of the we, team. We needed America, not America. We needed the tech from Turvell shutout to to beat them. So maybe that's that says something about us. Um, a couple other wrestleback nuggets. Nick Simmons, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, he's not going anywhere. Um, and I know uh, probably people kind of checked out after he uh, lost to Ramos pretty close. Ramos won the tournament. Simmons, Tex Cologne, 10-0. Pins Escobedo and Mitchev. Pin Joey Dan- or Yeah, Tech Joey Dance um, to, to get third. Simmons might be our number two guy. Um, yeah. And very realistically. The guy still got it, huh? He's, yeah. I mean, he, he's he got a f- – uh, I, I don't know if the – I mean – How's he beat Tony Ramos? He's got to find find a way to a takedown or, or something. Get to uh, Ramos really controlled the positions really really well there. I'm not sure. Uh, I see Simmons able to navigate the mini tournament and figure out something for Ramos. I think he's just a little too solid. But um, I could definitely see him taking the the mini tournament. But do we see uh, if Nico comes back? And I'm not sure really where he was. Uh, and Russell's at the trials. He could, you know, we've seen him beat Nick before. So he's right there. Um, so that was an observation from 57. At 61, kind of like Coleman, or kind of like Nick Simmons, Coleman Scott um, loses the match, although Nick Simmons lost to Tony Ramos. Coleman Scott lost to Ali Nazer, uh, which was a bizarre match. Now, I- you know what? I I watched most things. I did not watch that match. What? Did you watch? I mean, what were the yeah, details? Yeah, I commentated. It was it was weird. Nazer, well, not well. I I can't say I commentated the whole match. I was doing a match, and then I saw Coleman Scott's down 4-0, and I don't even know this guy. He's wrestling, so I went over there and called like the last little bit, and um, you know, Nazer was was impressed me. Um, Coleman kind of came back, and then he was close to a takedown at the end of the first, and he was super frustrated with Nazer. And he like knees him really hard after the whistle blows, and he gives up a point, and uh, like an unsportsmanlike point. I don't even know what the official terminology is. Um, 
then and then he's he's coming he's coming Coleman looks good but he just d- can't get the get enough scores and, and he loses like by a point or two um and, and, you know then he wrestles back and I think I mean honestly if I'm looking at the bracket and I'm saying I've got something called Ali Nazer and mm-hmm. I'm an Olympic bronze medalist you know I maybe you're just I think he caught him off guard a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's such a classic wrestling cliche that I often mock, you know, any man, any given day. But it's like, man, you just never know what you're going to get in these opens, man. Like, you, uh, Ali Nazer, who, who is this guy, Willie? I mean, he was very good coming at, you know, I, I always paid attention to him. Um, he was right. a guy I always paid attention to in the brackets. Um, now, and I thought he had a lot of upside. He goes to a, a junior college in California. And I mean, I always thought he was good. I always thought he had a potential. I, I mean, I thought that he should be a Division One guy. Why he's not in Division One, I, I don't know. Uh, now, should he be beating Coleman Scott? Absolutely not. Right, right. So I think it was one of those, you know, you you look past a guy, and that happens. That happens to. All guys, and I think that's probably what happened here. I think if Coleman <laughs> knew what Ali was going to bring, he probably, you know, approaches <coughs> well, it a little but, differently. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe he was overlooking him. Maybe he wasn't. I mean, he had to wrestle Scott had to wrestle Laser the batch before that. I, I mean, I can't open. reconcile. Uh, you know, you lose, you lose to Ali Nazer, and you and you tech Joey McKenna and Daniel Dennis. Um, and you know Nazer well, Nazer loses to Waters, who Coleman texts. So it's like he it was like his awareness really cut on after that match because he killed everybody after that and got third. Well, you don't you know it's one thing if it was the first round you're like man he was just he wasn't he wasn't warmed up but he had to beat Joey Laser sixteen nine he beat Joey Laser so he was warmed up he was ready to go it's just a weird weird result. Well, he's probably more I mean. I'm. I can only speak for myself. I was more. I'm more aware of, of Joey Laser than than Ali Nazer. You know what I mean, I, right? Listen, I'm. I'm not saying, you shouldn't have to be aware of Ali Nazer. Right. Okay. I mean, like, I like, like I mean, like I'm saying, Ali Nazer is good, man. He's 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 a fine young wrestler, and he had good accolades coming out of high school. But you're an Olympic bronze medalist. Yeah. Um. You would think even on a off whatever, right? So, especially when you get down, right? Especially like you go out there. Oh man! All right, I better wake up. He was tough to score. I mean, Coleman really, really attacked that entire second period. And from from the time I got sat down, he was initiating the offense and uh, going. I mean, Nazer had a buy in the first round. You couldn't even get eyes on this. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Weird match. But what I guess my takeaway: Coleman is still that guy. He still has that the the offense, the ability to score um, against elite guys. So I still feel like he's right there, and maybe the big big threat to Reese, and, and maybe Maple is is an equal threat. That may be the case, but I I, I came away feeling uh, maybe similarly as I felt about Coleman Scott coming into the tournament. I'll say that. Well, you know, wrestling back to third and. Beating otherwise, good guys. Otherwise, dominating. I mean, 
He didn't really have a close match after that. No, 8-4, um, 12-1, 10-0, 11-0, You know, you might give him a mulligan on that. But on the heels of a inconsistent performance at the World Cup, and then he loses a match to Ali Nasser, um, the question is, can Coleman Scott put it together at the trials? I mean, he certainly can. I mean, he's awesome. But will he? Yeah, good, good question. Um, um, you know what yeah. else? Uh, we we got to talk about um, are some Northern Plains stuff. Okay. You want to get into that now, or you, you got a couple things you want to talk about? No, we can get into that. Uh, so the way it's set up, and and the World Team Trials field, the way they USA Wrestling set it up this year, is smaller, tighter, more stringent. The only people that get in are top five from the U.S. Open, which is condensed from past years. Other years it was, I don't know, six or eight. And uh, so so you get in top five U.S. Open and then Northern Plains, uh, Eastern, the East Northeast region, and one wild card. Right. So they want an eight-man bracket, basically. A full right. eight-man bracket. So a maximum of an eight-man bracket. So Northern Plains were this weekend, and it was the last, essentially the last chance to qualify so big deal um it's big it's big news on the guys that were not top top five at the u.s open this was their chance to get in especially if they didn't uh have a walkout frank pirelli won at 57 he beat dan mitchiff in the finals um he also had a 4-4 match uh with someone in the semis let me let me look at this uh 4-4 four, four with Zach Sanders in the semis and then beat Mitchell 16-5 Tech Fall in the finals. And so Pirelli's in. Pirelli, and we got Graf goes up to 61. Uh, so he'll, I guess, uh, if, if you win at 61, that's the weight he's got to go. So he'll be in the field. Uh, interesting guy there. Uh, I don't know about that. Is that, is that true? I don't think that's true. Why? Why wouldn't it be true? Why would he qualify for fifty-seven? He didn't. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're saying. Why wouldn't it be true? And I'm I saying. Mean, that, okay, could he go sixty-five? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't know. Definitively, no. that that's true. The answer is that they want an eight-man bracket. The Frank Pirelli won at fifty-seven. They're gonna give out a wild card. It's <laughs> it's gonna be for that weight. It has to be. Well, all right. Well, I'm. Right. That makes that makes sense to me. I'm just saying I don't know that that's how the rule is written. I don't know if you're allowed to move up and down. It it wouldn't make sense, kind of. It, it if has you could be. move, it, but it has to be. So Graf will go 61. Chamberlain uh, over yep. Evan Henderson, who's been doing a ton of freestyle wrestling, just a ton. He redshirted this year. Mm-hmm. Um, made an overseas trip. Like he is. He's dialed in on on freestyle for for a guy that you kind of think he, he's a folk style wrestler, you know, cradles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He's really working on honing his, his freestyle chops. Got a lot of lot of experience uh, in that. You know, Adam Hall makes it at seventy. Quentin Godley, two words. Two he's two make words. It. Quentin Godley. He makes it. Phil Ketty, Tex Ryan Loader, who uh, Loader had a nice um, U.S. Open. Uh, so he'll be in. Micah Burak makes it over Win Mahalik. So Win Mahalik won't he'll need be. A wild card. He'll need a wild card, right? 
That's crazy. Um, and uh, you should probably get. I mean, who? What else? Who else uh, at ninety seven? Mm, yeah, I don't know who else. Oh, you know who? Um, no. D- Dustin Kilgore needs one. Dustin Kilgore lost to Kyle Snyder twelve three, then lost to Micah Burak like five one. So Dustin Kilgore, Win Mahalik, one of those is not going to be at the trials. Pretty freaking crazy, considering what Kilgore was in the finals last year, right? Yeah, against um, Farner. Man, surprising. Trotman won't be in. I don't know if that's a surprise to you, but oh well. Um, yes and no. I I thought Trotman was going to be an awesome freestyle wrestler. Like I thought this is a guy that he could be with the in the Perry win. Maybe Foster tier, and mm-hmm. that just hasn't happened. But uh, I thought I, I thought that's what I'd see. But now, after watching him for a year in freestyle, I, it it actually doesn't surprise me. Um, now here, here's another question too. Fortune won at heavyweight, right? Mm-hmm. But Fortune was already qualified. Yeah. So. Is Fortune beat Nelson in the finals in Northern Plains? So the, here's the question. That's a good question. Does the next highest placer qualify, which would be Nelson? Right. Does the uh, next highest non-qualifier qualify? Um, you would think. I mean, which would be Nelson. But you would think, okay, but – and they changed – obviously they changed the qualifying procedures uh, this year. But I, I – Remember Steve Mako purposely going to um, the, the, these regionals to knock people out, like to, so that <laughs> other so that other people would not qualify. Now I don't know if that meant um, that's awesome. I don't know if that meant nobody would qualify if he won a tournament, or it would the third placer wouldn't qualify. Whatever the case was, he's just going around crushing dreams. Yeah, he was. He's yeah. So I don't know. Does Nelson get in? I don't know. That's something we'll have to figure out. Um, uh, uh, USA fair. Wrestling had put out a list of a list of the qualifiers before the Northern Plains, so uh, I'm sure they'll put out a final list of qualifiers sometime soon. Yeah, and that's the one thing I wanted to do with you is do wild card predictions. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. who we would give them to. Um, you know, or I'll say this one before we get into it. We won't even probably get into this show. Please, one, I'm Isaiah Martinez. Please go, <coughs> and then USA Wrestling. Please give him one at seventy kilograms. Please, I, I think he it would be a fantastic, um, fantastically deserving um, wildcard res- recipient, and I think he would represent himself. And he, he's maybe the guy that can really throw a wrench in in seventy kilograms. So that's a. Uh, Maybe that's a well, CP what are prayer. what are your other what are your yeah maybe it's a CP prayer. Um, I don't know the other option. I mean, I could look at it. That would be terrible radio. Um, so I'm not gonna do my research well, now. I'm just saying I I don't know who who else it could go to. But you know, it it takes two. It takes interest from Mymar, and then it takes um you know USA Wrestling wanting to give it out to him. Uh, NCAA champion. I would hope he would get it. Um, well, Mosafe. Right. See, yeah. Uh, I don't know if Faye qualifies or not. Um, he does not. Okay. Yeah, so Faye is definitely a guy. Um, uh, St. John beat Faye in the 5-6 match in Vegas, so Faye is out mm, currently. Yeah, see, so Faye might get it. 
Oh. Right. Dang, so I don't want to say no Moza because I like Moza a lot too. All right. Um, this this may be becoming boring radio. Let's let's avoid that. No, I think it's I think it's just interesting. I mean, who who gets the wild card? That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. But I was saying, let's let's do that on another show when we can, okay. You know what I mean? Like actually, when we can prep. Yes, yes. Um, beat the streets coming up Thursday. We're getting there. You getting there Wednesday or Tuesday? When are you doing? When are you I am leaving tomorrow. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I get to spend a little time with my ma. Oh. Haven't seen her in forever. Nice. And uh, get some home cooking. That's and good. uh and then go up I don't know Wednesday or Wednesday night or Thursday morning it's only like an hour bus ride and uh meet my man CP yeah we're gonna be up in there I'm getting there Wednesday just driving in um I'm so excited for this one and it's a I, I like the idea of us uh wrestling the Cubans I think that's a, that's a good idea you know there's the, <laughs> there's the wrinkle um kind of uh, maybe elephant in the room. It, the, the 61 at World Cup, uh, like, went off the grid. Like, I don't know if he defected or whatever. Is this something that could happen again? Um, I think it is. <laughs> right? Especially I mean, in New York City. Now, there's two, there's two trains of thought, really. I mean, the USA, okay, so at the, at the World Cup, there's 61, wrestled day one, after day one, he, he bounced. And Cuba has a track record of when they come to America, which is not very often, but when they do, um, some of their guys defect and stay in the United States. And they do that when they go to Europe, too, sometimes. Cause they, yeah. You know, yeah. They travel all over. Um, so the uh, one train of thought, when we were in L.A., somebody said, well, you know, it was funny because at the same time we were in L.A., Obama was meeting with Castro. Really? And yeah, same day. And um you know, they're working on diplomatic their diplomatic relationship and and um you know, people were saying, "Well, why defect now when things are going to be eased? You know, things are are looking like um the relationship's going to be eased and you can go back and forth between the United States and and Cuba." But on the other hand, and I don't think this was Kerry Collot's point, but Kerry Collot uh, tweeted a picture of kind of rough Cuban training facilities. Yeah, right. I mean, d- dilapidated comes. I mean, it's just you know, a high school football team has ten times the equipment. Um, shoot, Buffalo Gap's weight room is right <laughs> far superior uh, than what well what I saw of the Cuban. I mean, you know, it's just one picture. Who knows what they have? I mean. You, how do you look the way these guys look? These guys look like monsters. Um, you know, they're not just getting that way on push-ups, right? Or well, maybe. I mean, maybe uh, flipping tractor tires and uh, I don't know. Are you insinuating <laughs> that they CrossFit? <laughs> I'm insinuating that maybe old-fashioned techniques are uh, – Sometimes and and gr- and growing up tough, living in a tough environment, might be more effective than all this fancy schmancy technology we that, have. That that may be true, but I can't reconcile their their physiques just behind. I you know farms. I know, but can you can you rec- well can you can you reconcile their physique under any situation? I mean, it doesn't matter if you have every. Um, 
every luxury of modern technology when it comes to weightlifting um, to look like Javier Cortina. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good Lord, that dude is shredded. Yep, that, I mean, he's the 97 kilo for, for Cuba. Kyle Snyder will be facing him at the salsa in the square. And I don't know, it's I, uh, you know, I typically, um, I, I don't really root for any other countries. Uh, you know, none if they're against America. But I just, I, do you just like the Cuban teams? Like, I just find myself rooting for them. I don't know I what do it too. is. I, it's just, I do, too. Just, I, you know, it's like, I think it's kind of You kind of know what they've been up against. Right. And it's the, kind of the, that underdog thing oh, where. Such underdogs. They don't have any money. They come from a um, kind of repressed regime. You know, they probably like to live other places. They don't have great facilities. Um and, they're and yet they're and yet they're amazing, amazing wrestlers. But so I guess that's what I'm getting at. When when Colat tweets a picture of of the Cuban room, um, and you see these facilities, and then you a wonder, you know, you start thinking about, well, maybe that's why they defect, and b, maybe that's why they throw matches. <laughs> yeah. You know, if put it this way. If the national governing body of wrestling in Cuba does not have the funding to produce um, acceptable training conditions, then I'm sure that these guys aren't getting compensated very well. No, right? So you get these guys that have dedicated their life to wrestling to become as, you know, they they don't become... Renera Salas does not become as good as he is... Um, Lopez does not become as good as he is because but by accident, right? right? So they've dedicated their life to becoming this good and they're not getting they're, they're probably living in squalor. I mean if if you can't have a decent wrestling room or a decent weight room, then I'm sure that they're <laughs> they're not living in mansions. Right. Um so as much as we hate it, if Renera Salas through a, a world final match for $25,000 or $50,000. I'm not saying it's acceptable. I'm saying I see I can see how it happens. It's it's easy for us to be outraged about that. <laughs> and then um, let, let's see what we do for $25,000 when our backs are against the wall for our families. Right. Um, you're, you're, and we don't we, – we're, we're – uh, we don't know anything for sure. Right. This is conversational. But it's uh, – you know, it's it is – not just talked about among media personalities. The wrestlers at the highest level and coaches, they, they talk about this. The Cubans mm-hmm. throw Cubans throwing matches. Okay, this isn't some uh, tinfoil on our head conspiracy theory. This is widely recognized and accepted. Um, throwing matches in international wrestling happens, and not just to Cuban or not just with Cubans. It happens. Um, it, it's been speculated with other countries, but Cubans are the main. Um, you know. Recipient of the kind of accusations and um, you know and, and it probably happens. It probably happens when you when you. It can, doesn't probably happen. It happens. It happens. Okay, definitively on the record, it happens. They throw matches. Um, so yeah, Salas Perez was one, but and and there's other guys. So we, that's a little about Cuba, but well, Lopez did it too. Oh, and the, other- oh, the, the Greco guy. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I mean, he—he's—I've ne- never seen him gut wrenched in his life. And, all and there's this- there's other there's other guys that have done it. Europeans have done it amongst you know. Yeah. Europeans yeah. So uh, you know what? I'm gonna say it again until it happens. And 
hope that the powers that be are listening to this show, and they better be. We need <laughs> to go to Cuba and do a, a massive premium piece on a, everything that is Cuba, Cuba wrestling. Let's see where these guys live. Let's see where they train. Let's get that's what that's what needs to happen. That's the next great yeah. flow wrestling premium piece. That's the one that I, I I can't. Well, it's being talked about. All right. Well, you know what? All you guys out there, flow brass, all you suits, let's make this happen because this could be this could be a game changer. Let's get to Cuba. I want to go personally. Also, I would love to go. Oh too, my god! But I doubt it would be me. Yeah. Well, we can sneak in Bader's. Uh, what you call yeah, it? Yeah, maybe I'll suitcase. get Bader's suitcase. He he has a huge one. That thing is massive. I, you wouldn't think his clothes would be that big, but he has a an enormous suitcase. Okay, no one cares about Bader's luggage, officially. <laughs> yeah. I'll never talk about Bader's luggage again on the show. That's a CP promise. All right, so Cuba going into Beat the Streets. What do you what 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 are the highlights for you of this event coming mm. up? There's a there's a quite a several. Quite a several. Quite a several. Um, quite a several. Um, first, uh, you know, let's kind of go in some order. You know, we saw Ramos wrestle Bone Rodriguez, um, and you go Bone, I go Bon. Bon, it probably is Bon. But when I made the title Bad to the Bone, um, <laughs> it's a lot I, cooler I when it's not. It bad to the I read bone. it Bad to the Bon. You you didn't get it. You didn't get that. that no, I got it. I don't think you I got just, it. Maybe I didn't. That title wasn't for you, Willie. Um, it was for the rest of America. But he cradles up Ramos, right? But Ramos kind of controlling that match, and then he just gets pinned. I, I want to see the count, uh, the the reaction. I want to see the adjustments Ramos Ramos makes. Uh, and I like to see. I don't want. I like to see Tony after a loss. I mean, I don't like to see Tony lose, but I like to see Tony. Wrestle a guy that's beaten. Yeah, because that's he gets tuned up. He gets fired up. That's his thing. That's I, always I, been I, his thing. Yeah, I like his chances. Yeah, and that's why even though he never beat Logan Steber, he kind of always gave a slightly better representation of himself. And um, you know, he beats Cologne, who beat him at Midlands. He he just does it a lot. He makes the adjustments. He figures things out. Uh, very uh, smart tactician. Okay, so I want to see that one. And in a match where Bon is is going to be a lot bigger, he's just a huge guy. He's world bronze. You know, he cut 61. he cut late. He cut late. He was originally listed on the World Cup roster as a sixty one. Then he went down mm-hmm. to enable his buddy to defect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a conspiracy. Yeah, I don't know how did they make scratch weight at the World Cup. Yes. No. No. And it's. So who knows how big he's going to be for this one? Because you know this is, it's, yeah. it's it's serious, but it, you know it's an exhibition, so he may weigh um, more than us, Willie. It was plus one or plus two kilos. Oh. It's a two pounds, so this is probably going to be. I don't even know the weigh-in. I'm just speculating. I know nothing about it. Uh, so that's a big one. But for me, well, there's a couple. I have a hard time saying the most most anticipated. But Herbert Salas. Oh yeah, that's me. that is such a. It's it's a measuring stick for mm-hmm. Jake. I mean, because I've seen him wrestle Salas, and it did not go well. But that was literally years ago, years ago. And uh, I said in an article I wrote yesterday, and I don't know when that's going up, but uh, I, Tomo- I tomorrow it's going up tomorrow. Um, that's the best I've ever seen Jake Herbert look. Um, I, he might be wrestling mm-hmm. at the highest level he's ever wrestled at 29, 30 years old. 
Um, yep. And we know that Salas is still in the midst of his prime. Um, you know, just made the finals of Worlds before getting uh, smacked after getting giving the smack to Sajulayev. Um So he's right there in the midst of his prime. So I don't know how this one's going to go. Maybe it gets out of control like the Ruth Salas match, and I hope he doesn't rip anyone's shoulder out like he tried to against Ruth. But I think that's that's a huge one. That there's so many implications. That's the one. That, I mean, Juan Rodriguez and Ramos, but Salas Perez. They're the, they're the two, and there's several. I don't know. I, I see the the. I don't know. Lopez DT. I mean, we're talking about multiple. Uh, you know, world medalists. No, no, and that's what I'm saying. There, there's multiple. There's, there's a ton of matches that are, are full of intrigue. I mean, I want to see most of them. I think are really uh, intriguing. But Salas, Salas and Herbert are the ones that I'm. Is the one that I'm like, man, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah. And now it's, it's gonna be. You know, Herbert's gonna get to legs, and that's where Salas. Is. So it's like the, you know, the battle of the strengths there. Herbert's gonna get on that single leg. Uh, and we'll see if, if Salas is still just as freaky as ever or if Herbert's going to be able to finish. Yes, Salas is one of those guys that... Um, very comfortable. He, he, he's very comfortable. When you're in on a shot, it doesn't much bother him. No, and it's he's to, to his incredibly, advantage. incredibly difficult to take down. He makes he turns your shots into his points, um, and Jake is a guy that's traditionally... Going to shoot a lot. You know, always gets to legs, so... Yeah. Jake's going to be in on his shots. I mean, you know, when when you're in the wrestling room and you're in practice and, okay, situational wrestling, I'm going to start. We're going to blow the whistle when you are in on a single leg and blow the whistle and wrestle. They might as well start the match there because that's what's going to happen. Right. Um, so I mentioned uh, the Taylor match is another one. So so Burroughs and Taylor, we're sending two 74s. They're giving Burroughs, uh, in, in my opinion, a, kind of a sacrificial lamb. You know, he's coming. Burroughs is going to wrestle there, but he's going to run over um, Esteban Quintana. And I think that's going to be. I mean, and he does that to almost everyone. So maybe He does it to Lopez. Yeah. Yeah, it was 6-2 at the World Cup. I mean, that's. Well, imp- that, yeah. for, for Burroughs, that's a pretty freaking competitive match. Yeah, I mean, Lopez is good, really but, good. But that- he also doesn't wrestle Burroughs. I mean, well, Burroughs also teched him in Pan Am Finals last yeah, year. Yeah, I know. And he didn't really want to wrestle him. No, no, he doesn't. Uh, Lopez, it, it's a very interesting matchup for Taylor, in my opinion, because he is a powerhouse. He is incredibly strong. I think Burroughs has even said he's a really strong dude. Double unders, likes to work from there. Maybe, uh, I don't want to say he's Dakish, in, in that, but Dake likes to get to those upper body ties. Uh, you know, this is a guy that's, you know, Olympic bronze, world silver, world bronze, world bronze. Like, he has yeah. had so much success. He's so overlooked, right? I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's, oh, who's Levon Lopez? Four time world medalist? <laughs> uh, one time at the Olympics. I mean, that's this. So, this would be the biggest win of Taylor's career if he were to get it, right? Like, yeah. Without, there's not really a second place after this. Um, so it's a huge spot for Taylor, and it's going to be his, you know, Taylor's activity versus Lopez, who is going to kind of hold position, try to get to his ties, and just be stronger and, and kind of let his strength become the factor there. It's going to be a, a clash of styles there. And I, it's one I have a hard time 
predicting or, or seeing how is this one going to go because there's not much of an international c- comparable to Taylor. Taylor wrestles a pretty unique style, um, and, and maybe I'm wrong there. there maybe there no, is. But, I think you're right. But so it's like I don't I don't know who the who the comp is. So I don't know how to say it'll go against Lopez. So this guy is is excellent. Uh, I encourage you to watch some. We got some matches of him on Flow. I'm sure there's some YouTubes of him. Um, check those out because uh, Lopez Akui is, is a hammer. And okay, I'll ask you this, Willie, because I don't know the answer. Who's the favorite there? Mm. If if we weren't in America, <laughs> if we weren't Americans, uh, Lopez is for sure. He's a yeah. four-time world medalist. Okay, okay. Wanted to get you on the record. Do you think Lopez? It was a, it was a bronze. It was a world bronze last year. Last year. Yeah, I know. I know. What would David Taylor have been world bronze last year? I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, Lopez was, and he also has four other, three yeah. other world medals. So, yeah. uh, on the on the world stage, <laughs> it's Lopez. For Are you sure. saying we're gonna get preferential officiating in Times Square? In America? No. I'm not saying no. What I'm saying is overseas we would if, get if, the if other. you were if if you're a wrestling fan in Turkey right now and you say, Oh, there's this event going on in Times Square, who's the favorite at seventy four? I mean it's, if you're from Azerbaijan or, or Turkey or Iran Lopez. It's yeah. Okay. Well, all right. All right, interesting. Another big test. This is gonna be an amazing card. Goodness gracious! I didn't. Even, I didn't even got to dive into the Greco and the ladies yet. Um, I was just doing some prep this morning. And we'll get into that later, hopefully, uh, another show. But uh, Kyle Snyder is going to have uh, Cortina Lacera, who was world bronze at ninety-seven kilograms. Uh, you know, he's made an Olympic hey, team. Hey, all right. So here's the thing. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just looked it up. Lopez is ranked third in the world, dude. Yeah. So you tell me who's the favorite. All right, I I just obviously uh, that is conventional wisdom. Uh, I I have this sneaking suspicion David Taylor's going to win the match. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I know that's about. not what you're saying. I'm just saying. I'm saying. I think Taylor's going to win. Okay. And I'm, I know, I'll pick him to win. I I'll pick him to win. I picked him first. I All picked right. David. David. I'm just. Saying, I know you're, you're listening, me. David. Right. David, I picked you first. I'm just saying that. Mm, you picked him first. Willie picked you, picked Lopez from Turkey. I picked I picked David Taylor at life though, long time ago. Long time ago. Um. So yeah, he's ranked third in the world. But ha- Javier Cortina Lacera, this guy is the Incredible Hulk in a Cuban singlet, and that's who Kyle Snyder is going to take take on. Third in the world, um, last year. So another big test for for Snyder, and we can say. Maybe one of the biggest matches of, of his career. Now, Va- and uh, Lacera's ranked uh, sixth in the world. Okay, not too shabby. Um, is, is Snyder ranked in the world yet? No. Mm, stay tuned. Although these matches w- wouldn't count. They, they're, uh, they're pretty particular about, I think, the matches that they allow to factor into world rankings. Well, Varner's what? ranked 18th. Varner's ranked 18th? All right, so put it this way. Varner's ranked 18th and beat Cortina. And Snyder beat Varner. Right. So Kyle Snyder's rank should be ranked like second, right? Can we go with that? <laughs> um, so yeah. Varner shut this guy out at the World Cup, 3-0. Um, and if 
Varner can shut him out. Doesn't that seem like um, Snyder could? No. I mean, I don't know how you make that jump. Because, uh, well, because Kyle Snyder is insanely hard to score on. Uh, and uh, well, it's weird because Kyle Snyder probably will shut him out, <laughs> but that doesn't mean you make that jump. I mean, Jake Varner's one. Jake doesn't do nothing. He shuts a lot of people out because he's all defense. Okay, well, I... And and Cortina doesn't do much. I was going to say, all right, yeah, you can say that about Varner. Uh, you can say, you can say, yeah, Snyder probably will shut him out, but uh, you don't make that leap because of that reason. I make that... I That's the precise reason I make that leap. Why would well, I not he, make... I watch... Well, you didn't say... You didn't say that. You said Jake shut him out, so Snyder will shut him out. That's no. not... I mean, you don't... That's not the parallel. It, it is when you, you factor in their their styles, when you factor in the, the way they wrestle. Okay, he might score some score points. Generally, I, I don't see... Well, who, do you, uh, who do you have in it? Who do you have? USA, baby. Yeah, me too. Duh. I'm picking, I'm picking an American sweep. I want to do world rankings. The Cubans are going to go home with nothing but Sabaro in their belly and some great... <laughs> No, I don't know. We'll we'll definitely probably lose some matches. We could win them all, couldn't we? Yeah. Well, at least freestyle. I will only speak. I mean, we got B set going, and uh, shoot, he'll probably win, right? And yes. Mango, uh, and the, the Mango Lamount match is the one I don't know about. I don't know about that one. Um, let's get to another one. All right, because I don't. Wait, I, hold on. Let's. I want to ask you something here. Do it. Kyle Snyder. Mm-hmm. Needs to win two matches to make the world team. Mm -hmm. uh, even if he doesn't. Kyle Snyder just beat Jake Varner, Olympic champion. That happened. Does Kyle Snyder take an Olympic year next year? You just did the Steve Sperrier, I think. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Well, um, I'll say, d does he? I don't know. I don't know what. I promise you this has been discussed before probably the U.S. Open. Um, so they, I don't, I don't, you don't, don't think, you think, don't you think that win makes it more of a, maybe they're talking about it more now. You have to talk about it now. And, and Snyder has to talk. Uh, if it's me, Kyle Snyder, take the year, take the Olympic year. You're all right. Listen, Kyle, you're, you're going to have a couple peak years of, uh, of wrestling and you're going to have two, maybe you'll have a third Olympic cycle where you're in your athletic prime um but you are you are right there right now go for it get make sure when you are in the olympic trials and when you maybe probably make the olympic team make sure that you know that you did everything you could to make sure that opportunity w w you capitalize on it i mean now, because it's the I olympic am, games i am on that boat as well i think kyle snyder you're right there. With you the best do everything, in the world. You do everything. I mean, you cannot, in an Olympic year, you cannot um, not try to do everything possible to prepare yourself for an Olympic run. You just can't. You can't. That being said, there's you know 77 teams in Division One or something like that. If, if Kyle Snyder went to a probably 67 or 72 other universities 
it's a no-brainer because you don't have a shot at a national title. It becomes a little more complicated at Ohio State when they got a shot to go back yeah. to back. Now, uh, uh, there, there's he has options because he hasn't taken a regular redshirt either. He could take a regular redshirt because he's probably going to train at the RTC anyways, right? Maybe he'll spend some time at the Olympic Training Center. What's the difference? Well, with the Olympic redshirt, you can't be in school. So that now that's that's where it gets into you're kind of you know he's got a year he's not taking classes. So we don't that, care about. Do we really care about school right now? Are, Kyle, we about, are we talking about school? Listen, yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Can you imagine? I mean, I think it'd be pretty tough. I mean, he just finished his first year in college. Now, okay, just okay, no, no school for a year. Just do this. I mean, you're gonna fall a year behind. Uh, I don't know. You, if you, you were behind, behind listen. You're behind what? You know, in your education, you're out of the the academic flow. Oh come on! You don't think that's a thing? Come on! You no, I don't think that. that's a thing at all. College is not difficult. Oh, and he already he already quiet the, the, the biggest the biggest challenge the biggest challenge in college is getting acclimated to the to the college system. All right, whatever, whatever, whatever. My huh. thing, is, I want, I don't, I don't want to see Kyle Snyder wrestling in Cliff King, Las Vegas next year. That would make me, that would make me somewhat disappointed. Even though it'll, it'll bolster the field and D one is what I love. I, I just want to see him. I don't want to see him work for riding time points. I want to see him shoring up every aspect of freestyle wrestling he possibly can because he is. I'm gonna say it. He's our guy. He's the guy now. Okay, he's going to make the world team, in my opinion. He's going to make the Olympic team. And I want us to bring home a pile of medals. Okay, um, and I want to see him take every step possible to make sure that happens. Yeah, I mean, hey, whether he makes the team, whether he's our Olympian next year or not, whether he is our Olympian and medals or does not, the right decision, and I mean, it's a no-brainer in my question and in my opinion, you take the year to do everything you can to prepare for it. Yeah, and I wonder. I wonder if that's being considered at all. I wonder. It has to be, right? I mean, now. of course it is. We need to figure this but, out. But, but, uh, of course it is. Now, what where they're leaning, I don't. I don't know, but it has to be. That's being talked about somewhere. Someone call Kyle. Get get the answers. I'm just kidding. Um, that's a huge huge story. I mean, that tips. I mean, Kyle Snyder red shirts. Ohio State is not repeating. Okay, that's a that's right. A, that's a fact. Um, but they're, they're still gonna be pretty salty. I don't know. I don't know what they do there. Um, definitely a tough decision for for them. Maybe Bo can go ninety-seven. <laughs> he is huge. He is huge. Probably stick stick with sixty-five. And, and the last the last match at um, the last match at beat the streets is a gimme. Galagnev will mop whoever. Yes. Dinza. Consider it Dunza. Um, Derringer, Joey Davis, that's going to happen. Joey Davis was upset that he was not in our pound for pound. Certainly, this is a spot where he could solidify that. Alex Derringer is going to be number one. Of course, if you lose to the best wrestler, yeah, Derringer is going to be number one pound for pound next year, probably. Um, if he loses, I don't know if it's measuring, but if he beats him, shoot. Uh, maybe maybe he was right all along, but is that I, I don't see that as possible. Do you? Well, I mean, you I, a lot of you guys are dismissive. Like when that matchup was announced, I'm there was a lot of people that are like, 
it ain't even gonna be a thing. Uh, you know, like there's no chance for. I am not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. Now, I mean, who do I think wins? I think Derringer wins. But uh, I'm not just gonna write Joey Davis off. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm having a hard time not writing him off. I know you are. I'm having a hard time figuring out how this doesn't end in a technical fall. Uh, I really. I know. Uh, I know. I, I don't. I, I don't get it. I don't see how um, this happens. I just. I. Uh, I mean, this is a guy. You know, he he lost to Joey Davis last year, and uh, or he lost to Jordan Rogers, you know, twice last year. I don't. I don't know. Uh, in free. Yeah. In freestyle. What What do you think Alex Daringer does to Jordan Rogers? Yeah, I hey, I can see where where you're coming from. Why I just why, you, why do you keep predicting Joey Davis to pin Alex Daringer? <laughs> why is that your prediction? Really? I just I just won't be surprised if Joey Davis is competitive. I won't. I yeah. T- to be fair, it I think it will be. Com- it, he can stay in hand fighting. He's gonna be big. What are you talking about? To be fair, I won't be surprised if it's competitive. Whoa. Thirty second. Thirty Listen. seconds ago, you said I'm having a problem. Uh, Trying to see where this doesn't end in a tech. Why don't you lis- uh, listen, and then you'll mm. learn. Mm-hmm. Because the competitive matches can end in technical falls mm. in freestyle. That happens. You can, it can be close, close. It could be scoreless after one. And then, you know, you get a takedown in the gut, and then it's over. Two scoring exchanges in a match. One scoring exchange can, can end the match. Okay. So that's why. Hedge, hedge all your bets. and then hedge. I'm not hedging anything. I gave you. I actually gave a very specific um, well, this, way the match can go. It could be close early, and then Daringer gets the tech. That's that's it, not. That's a very yeah. specific. Uh, yeah, that's very specific. Also, um, aliens could land on Earth during the match. Uh, also, <laughs> Joey Davis could win by one point, or he could win by tech. Alex Daringer could win from anywhere from one to ten points. I mean, those are very specific ways that match I, could go. No. We're going to go hey. overtime. No, stop. Stop. We're going overtime just so I can make this point. I'm saying I'm giving I'm outlining the the I way the match is going to go. Saying. No. I know what you're saying. Too late. You you insulted me. Now I'm going to make my point. It's going to be maybe close early and then he's going to smash him late and score big. I'm telling you how it's going to go. Okay? So <laughs> you're telling me how it's going to go. You gave like 50 scenarios. There's one scenario. It's close early. Listen, Willie. I need you to listen. Don't look listen. at your computer. It's going to be close early. Numerically, the score will be close early, and then Alex Daringer will score a lot of points and win by technical fall. Okay, okay. close early, he pulls way late. I'm not saying it's gonna be close or a blowout. I'm saying it's gonna be close early, but ultimately Daringer wins big. Okay, that's very specific. Okay, okay. help people out or help Willie out, people. Hit him up on Twitter. Maybe I I'm not I'm, getting through. I'm gonna re-listen to the last two minutes of this show and see how many times you said the word maybe in there. Please, maybe I did say maybe a lot. Now I've just upped it two more times, maybe more. Um, <laughs> Three. Hey, so, we, uh, that hour went quick. I want to talk next show. I want to talk wild card predictions mm-hmm. and opinions on the wor- final world team trials, uh, guys. If they don't come out by then, someone uh, said on. Uh, wait, hold on. Someone on Twitter said that regional champs can go any weight they want. So Willie was somehow right. I told you. This that. is the worst show ever. This is the worst I show we've ever had. You. I apologize. Just delete FRL 37. I'm sorry, guys. Willie was right. That makes no sense. We'll have to talk about that on the next show. We went two minutes into OT. 
Oh, for for Willie and Sailor. I, and I'll tell you what, I'm pushing the pace. You're pushing the pace. You know, it's here. Uh, we thank you so much for tuning in on a Monday. I don't know when we'll do this again because we're both. No, we gotta do it Wednesday or Thursday. Don't tell me. Don't tell me what we gotta do because there's you don't know the, the limitations. You just show up and call in. I have to run this thing. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We will see you next time. Be sure to check out our Beat the Street coverage.